Are you a Catholic woman who loves your faith, but finds certain aspects of living it out challenging and confusing? Are you a Catholic wife striving for a healthy, holy marriage and sex life, but don't know where to turn for straightforward, faithful, nitty-gritty answers to some of your deep and delicate questions? Are you a Catholic mom who's tired of the compare and despair game we all fall victim to on social media, and are just in need of some solidarity as you discover your own unique motherhood? Are you tired of the sunshine and rainbows pitch and want to lean into the both and of the mess that happens when the truths of our faith get lived in a fallen world? Well, if that's where you find yourself, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Emily Frazee, your host of the Total Wine Podcast. I'm here to dig deep and tackle topics that we are all curious about, but maybe too afraid to ask. I'll answer it all with honesty and humor because living the faithful life can make you either laugh or cry. And well, laughing burns more calories. Welcome to the show. Hello, happy new year. It's been a while. Hi, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Total Wine Podcast. Um, I'm going to start this episode right off the bat with a disclaimer, um, or rather a word of warning. <laughs> if you're new here, this is probably not the best segue episode. I don't know. This is going to hit right with the right person for the first time, but I feel like the people who are going to appreciate this episode are people who are already invested, people who have been longtime followers. Um, If you're new here, I strongly encourage you to click out of this episode, scroll down, find an episode about sex and start there. Uh, (laughs) And then maybe after a couple of those episodes, come back to this one, because in this episode today, I am, I'm going to give kind of a life update and a business update and just kind of it's going to be a weird episode. I feel like it might be a, it's a, it's going to be a fun episode, a cathartic episode for me to record and, and maybe an interesting episode for you to hear. Um, (laughs) how's that for enough caveats right at the beginning? Um, yeah, it's, I, I've just, I've been thinking so much over the past couple of months about Total Wine and where I started and what I wanted to do and, where I am now and where I want it to be. And, um, you know, which every year it happens around this time of year, which it's like, this is, this is the time of year to be taking stock of your life, right? Like we're about to have new year's resolutions and, um, which I don't know. Yeah. If you guys, do you guys like new year's resolutions? I am a little bit ambivalent about it. I, I feel the same about new year's resolutions that I feel about resolutions that you make on retreats. It's kind of like you you make this big decision when you're like on a high, but then like when it when you actually start doing the work that it's going to take to meet that goal, you're like eh, like the high just wears off real fast. And I'm a sanguine temperament, and that just gets ramped up on steroids for my temperament. Like we have a real hard time with the follow through. We get real excited about the big idea. And then when you start to have to get into the details of making the thing happen, it's like, I don't know about this anymore. Um, In fact, it's something I've joked about that the Holy Spirit knows this about me. And so many projects that he's gotten me started on, um, yeah, he kind of hides all those little details. He just gets me excited and gets me started, but also gets me started in a way where there's accountability. So like, yeah, I got to follow through. And uh, it's, he's smart. He's smart. He knows me well. 
Uh, and I'm grateful that he does it that way because, uh, you know, that's taken me on some of life's greatest adventures. Um, and I didn't necessarily like the process at times, but I always loved the destination. When I got there, I was like, oh, this is great. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I've just been thinking so much about um, what I want to do this year with with Total Wine and um, just kind of hoping and praying that everything falls into place because this past year has just been woof. That That's the word I would use to sum up the year. <laughs> And it's really finishing in a most spectacular fashion. And I mean that in the most sarcastic way possible. Um, the past couple of months have just, I mean, just been, it's almost funny. And, and by the way, when I share my story, when I share my life, it's not because like I want pity. It's ultimately, I want, I want there to be some solidarity. I want you to to hear about aspects of my life, not to be like, oh my gosh, like your life is so miserable, but, but just to be like, oh, it's not just me. Cause I know what I'm going through. A is not the worst thing that people are going through right now at all. And I by no means share it because I'm wanting to give that impression, but also there's somebody listening to this podcast who is going through the ringer right now and is, and, and might feel isolated. So, Hey, you're not alone. It's not just you. Let me tell you what we've been dealing with for the past couple of months. Um, well, just since Thanksgiving, our car broke down. And the day before Thanksgiving, my husband was literally on his way to the grocery store to pick up some last minute things and came back home with this look of panic on his face because he was like, I think the transmission is out. Turns out he was right. We bring it to the shop and... Um, the transmission was out. Now, anybody who knows anything about cars, you hear transmission and you're like, whoo, cha-ching, and you are correct. Um, <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. It's like Monopoly money at this point. Like, what is what is real life anymore? I don't know. Um, yeah, so that, you know, that racked up quite the expenditure at like the worst time of the year to be racking up those types of expenditures. Um, I mean, it's been a hard year financially on everybody with inflation being what it is. Um, just taxes on everything going up. Like it's just been wild. It's been wild time. So to have this in that is just like, okay, all right. I mean, we were due. We, we haven't, we really haven't had a situation where it was like, you know, we were having that type of money flying out the house flying out the bank account. So it's like, you know, like on the one hand, I'm looking at this with a level of hindsight because this happens to people all the time and they make it through. But anyway, that's not the worst part. The car, y'all, was sitting in the shop for a month for the stupidest reason in the world. So we have a 2007 Saturn Outlook. Okay. It's an older car, still runs reasonably well, other than the transmission going out. Um, but they had to apparently, so they got the car completely fixed, but then they had to do something to reprogram the computer in the car. And y'all, they couldn't do it because the car is so old, it wasn't compatible with their systems. And so they even farmed it out to a dealership to try to get it figured out, couldn't get it figured out. So the car is like sitting somewhere for a month. In the meantime, the mechanic shop is comping us for a rental car and then giving us their loaner car. And it was like a hundred thousand mile Toyota Corolla that, you know, had definitely seen better days. And, you know, cramming a family of five into this little car is doable, 
is certainly not ideal or comfortable for the long haul. So it was like, whatever. Um, but they finally got the computer fixed. We got the car back today, but it's still not completely fixed, y'all. I'm not even joking. They've had the car for a month and there's still issues that they have not resolved yet. And I'm like, how are we driving a car that's not fixed? So th that was the car thing. The day after Christmas, our uh, dishwasher went out. Oh, and then at Thanksgiving, I got strep throat for Thanksgiving. Didn't know I had strep throat. Finally went to the went to urgent care five days after I had symptoms. Figured out I had strep throat. Got on the antibiotics. Was feeling great. Didn't realize you had to change out your toothbrush. Because I thought strep was one of those things that when you had it and you built an immunity to it, like, and you were good. So, no. So, a couple days after I finished my round of antibiotics, strep came back. And it took me three days to realize that it had returned. We'd go back to urgent care, get on another round of even stronger antibiotics. That wrecks my immune system. And then I get either COVID or flu. Um, I don't know which one. I got one of them. Um, thankfully, that cleared up relatively quickly. But I did lose my sense of taste and smell on Christmas Day. It's like the worst day of the year to lose your sense of smell and your sense of taste other than Thanksgiving. So that was, you know, that's been our past month. I was literally sick for a month. We did not have a car for a month. Um, over the past couple of months, we're finally in this process of, of diagnosing my son with, with autism. And that has just been a whole hot mess of a roller coaster. And it just, you know, just one thing after another. And this is after an entire year of not sleeping through the night with my baby. The kid is still nursing, by the way. I was one of those people who was, like, judging moms for, like, you just need to wean your kid. And I'm just like, you know, I feel like every mother who has ever said something judgmental towards another mom, it's like, she, obviously, I don't believe in karma, but if karma did exist, it's like you're just putting out there the thing that is going to happen to you. Like at two o'clock in the morning when my kid just needs to be pacified to go back to sleep because he's already been up for two hours. I'm like, you know what? Here's a boob, dude. Have fun. Like we're just going with it. <laughs> like, and I don't know how to wean the kid because he does not like milk, does not drink milk, will not drink milk. He drinks out of a bottle. He drinks out of a cup. He's fine with these things. It's just the contents of the cup or bottle have to be very particular. They cannot be milk. Not even with chocolate added. Y'all, I kid you not, I have put chocolate syrup in milk for my baby, and he's like, no, thank you. And I'm like, you know, part of me is very highly complimented because I'm like, wow, my milk is that good, and it's because it's not just the milk, obviously. It's also mom, and it's the oxytocin, and it's all these other things that you just don't get with chocolate milk to the same degree, I'm guessing. And yeah, it's just, he's almost, he's, well, he just turned 15 months and I'm still nursing my baby and y'all, I'm so done with it. And he's teething hardcore right now. He is such a grumpy little dude. And so the, you know, I'm, I'm nursing him even more because he's back to waking up in the middle of the night. And what's funny is, is because of this past year with this baby and, you know, the stress with my, my other son and, and homeschooling and da, 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 da. I, I could talk about this till I was blue in the face because, like, y'all, my libido is somewhere in the basement gathering dust. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on with it. Um, 
and I know like this is obviously one of the topics that I could talk about. I could talk about low libido, but at the same time, it's this kind of brings me back to one of the things with with my platform uh, that I've been thinking about over the past couple of months. Like there's so many things I could be sharing on my platform like I did when I first started. And I've really just felt this push to just, nope, we're not going to talk about these things anymore. We're actually going to, I'm actually going to sit with them and process them before I share them. And it's kind of put me in this place where I'm like, geez, I have to completely figure out who I am on Total Wine. And I kind of have to go through like a complete rethinking of everything because when I started Total Wine, and this this is one of the things that I've been reflecting on and just realized is when I started Total Wine, I didn't know it at the time, but I was deeply traumatized by my experience with NFP, birth, um, all of that. And my platform became a space for me to process it and heal from it. Like the writing was very cathartic and then putting it out into the world and having other people read it and be like, wow, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was like my pain had purpose and it was so healing to a point. It actually started to backfire because my, because I was not doing the internal work at the same time. And so I would start to feel very bitter not, I would never say anything, but internally I would feel so bitter towards the people who were being helped by my sharing my story because I wasn't being helped. I was still carrying this huge weight. There was no healing for me. Um, and of course that all changed once I went through therapy and, um, I, I gained these incredible tools to be able to sit with difficult emotions, to sit with difficult experiences, to actually process what was going on. And, and as I went through that process, I realized like, I am not going to use my platform in the same way. And it's, it, it's hard for me to kind of wrestle with this because on the one hand, like some of the things that I was sharing, I was sharing like as somebody who was very deeply traumatized, but I, I also stand behind everything that I said. What I don't stand behind and what I do have to change is the interior portions for me. Why am I putting this out there? Did I process this sufficiently? And it becomes a, an area of conflict because one of the things that has always bothered me is when people share their story, their story of struggle, but they share it at the end when there's like a nice bow to put on it. I always longed for those stories that were told in the middle before they were nice and clean, before there was um, a nice conclusion that kind of tied everything together and, and made everything make sense. I wanted something in the middle. And that was something I started to pride myself on, was telling the story in the middle before it's nice, before I was able to rationalize it. Um, but I would still do that. Um, I actually did this with my second child's birth story. When I told the story of his pregnancy, of all the, the, the struggle I had during his pregnancy and his birth, I sanitized it because I wanted to put it out there in a way that made sense. And I wanted it to make sense. And, and that was part of my way of 
of trying to heal. And, and looking back on that now, it's like, no, that was not healing. That was, that was projecting a certain image of my story so that it would sound good. I sanitized my own story uh, because I didn't know how to process it. And that's my point in bringing this up is like now I'm to a point where, you know, I've gone through this therapy process. I've, I've processed, I have the tools to be able to process really difficult things in private. And of course, that means the way that my platform works and functions has to change. It has to change for a lot of reasons because the other thing is like the, the, the biggest issue with with sharing stories and trying to put a, you know, a nice spin on them, but also trying to meet everybody where they are and to help everybody who comes to me. The, the problem is burnout. And I've hit burnout multiple times on this platform. And I haven't known like how to pull back and regroup and come back fresh. Um, my good friend Bridget over at Managing Your Fertility, she shared with me this quote that um, it's from St. Irenaeus, that the glory of God is man fully alive. And that's what I realized I had to start doing with this platform is like, what makes me come alive? What makes me come alive? What is life giving for me and for my family. And as selfish as that may sound, it's actually not because the goal of me pursuing what is life giving for me personally and individually is ultimately going to be the way that I serve all of you the way God wants me to. So even though it might sound selfish, there is there is a, a disinterested aspect to it. It's about self-awareness and and self-regulation and self-attunement. Like, I have a job to do. I have a job to do on my end so that I can show up in this space in the way that God wants me to. I need to do what makes me fully alive so that I can be here in a way that is truly serving. And so what that looks like is, I mean, frankly, it's going to be less and less time on Instagram. I've been saying this, y'all, for like literally a year and a half that I need to just pull back with what I do in free content on Instagram and I need to start pivoting to things that are more paid. And I know this is going to tick people off. And, and it's a hard transition for me. It's a really hard transition for me because there is a comfort and a familiarity uh, with doing everything for free. And it's almost like, well, it, it is it, there, you know, with social media, like you get hits of dopamine, right? It lights up the pleasure centers of your brain. When I put out this free content and I get hordes of positive feedback, y'all, my pleasure centers are going off and I'm going to have to pivot and I'm going to have to like, like just really like and I hate this. Like, I'm going to have to knuckle down and just be like, that's not what this is about. It's about being fully alive and, uh, and what that looks like. And I have ideas. Like, I have, I want to create some courses. I have, like, two really good ideas in my head of courses I want to create. And I'm hoping now that my baby is sort of sleeping through the night. He's regressing right now because of teeth. But those will come out eventually. 
what I'm hoping is, is like, I will actually have the energy to pivot into that this year and be able to really like invest and, and to be able to create something for you, um, that is intensive, that really does meet your needs. Like you guys come to me with so many different things and I'm always so honored by the vulnerability that you approach me with. Um, and I want to be able to meet it. Like I simply cannot, the volume of input that I, or like, of private messages and questions that I get. Like I can't, I, there's no possible way I can get to them all. And so I want to create like a program that actually really does help. And the sucky part is, is like, I know I'm going to help fewer people. I know this is going to, this is going to make what I offer not accessible for some people. I know this. And it's not a fun pill for me to swallow. Um, it's really nice to be able to be everything to everyone. Um, but it's also completely unsustainable for the simple fact of them, like for the simple reason that I'm not God. <laughs> There's no possible way for me to be everything to everyone as good as it does feel. It really does feel good. I'm telling you all, like my pleasure centers are just like, like just fire. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's just completely untenable. So what that looks like and how, I don't know. It's going to be messy. I'm probably going to relapse and like, I'm just accepting this about myself and I'm just coming forth with it now. But um, yeah, as to what that looks like, I don't know. I would love, I, I stopped writing because I didn't have the energy, you know, like my brain, the, the amount of time that it takes to write something cohesive and then to go back and to edit it is like, it, it takes like a week. It takes a solid week. And like, I can sit down here and I can churn out a 30 minute podcast episode and it's 30 minutes of my time. You know, like this is, this is a much more doable format, but I want so badly to get back to writing because I do love it. I love words. I have so much fun with words. Um, but also when you're sleep deprived, <laughs> words are hard. Um, so, uh, I'm just looking forward to the day when I can, when I can get back to that and, and leaning into the things that I can do in the meantime. So the podcast will definitely continue with, with what, um, frequency. I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to keep going the way I have been going. Um, just recording when I can, uh, that works very well for me. Um, and again, that's a way for me to kind of lean into what makes me feel fully alive is, um, I'm able to really respond to the inspirations that I feel, um, and just lean into that instead of, you know, oh, you have to produce this content on this day and da 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 you know, like, that's what everybody says I should do, right? That, you know, the algorithm needs you to be producing content. And it's like, well, okay, <laughs> I'm not a cog in a wheel. I'm not a slave to a computer-based algorithm. I'm a person. I'm a living, breathing person. And I'm responsible for other living, breathing people. And these things are tools. They are tools. Um, and that's, that's the other balance that's... Yeah, that's the other balance that's hard to strike is how do you recognize the fact, how do I recognize the fact that Instagram is my primary marketing tool um, and it has rules of how you use it for marketing. Um, I already discussed this in an episode about, you know, why I'm doing reels, um, which I haven't done reels in a while. Ha <laughs> haven't, you, yeah, you heard about what's been going on this past month. That's why there's been no reels. Um, <laughs> that goes without explanation. Um, you really need like some creative juices to be flowing when 
when I, or I need creative juices to be flowing when I'm doing that. And they're just dry at the moment and that's okay. They come back, they come back. Um, that's the beauty of, of living cyclically of being aware of your cycle. I'm coming back up on my follicular phase. So like, Hey, these creative juices are going to be coming back. Yes. Um, but anyway, where was I going? I totally just tangented. I think you get the point. Point is, I've come a long way when I started Total Wine. I started Total Wine five, almost six years ago. Six years ago. And it's just, it's amazing to think about where I started and where I am and where I want to be, where I want to go with this. Um, and, and really kind of my... My plan with Total Wine from the get-go is that, you know, I'm going to start something and I'm going to let it grow as it needs to grow. I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to set this goal that I have to meet and then kill myself trying to get to it. It's really going to be something that is here for me to use my gifts and talents outside of my family in a way that also supports my family. Um, and that if I need to take breaks, I will. And when I can invest time and energy, I will. Um, and so far, that's worked really well. Um, just kind of taking me to this point, and it's been very fun. Um, yeah, just the opportunities that have arisen since I've started this. The things I have learned since I've started this, from church teaching to, to talking to every single one of you. And... Um, it just apps it's just been such a gift and a joy and i want to continue it in a way that again serves you well but also serves me well there needs to be some mutuality always the mutuality you know, it has to be mutually beneficial here which i talk about a lot in sex so it's kind of weird to bring it up here <laughs> You know me, I had to make it a little funny at some point. Um, again, this is why I feel like this is not a very good segue episode if you've never listened to an episode before. Don't start here. But anyway, happy almost new year. I am so looking forward to this year. I'm feeling very energized, like taking this time off um, from a lot of things, just taking a step back and just leaning into my private personal life. Um, really leaning into developing some really beautiful friendships um, that have just been so life-giving as well. Um, I think a few of them do listen to, the, these friends do listen to this podcast. So if you do, hi guys, love you. Um, and if they don't, it's fine. <laughs> I'll probably tell them whatever I said here in person. Um, but it's, it's just, it's, I'm realizing like it's, a, I'm in a different place, obviously, hopefully now than when I started and growing and changing is hard and it's uncomfortable and it's very scary because it's unknown and it's new. And in the back of my mind, you know, there's of course this question of like, will people still like me? You know? Like, it's totally there. It's totally there. And it's, it's, it takes courage. It takes a lot of humility, which I'm not great at. 
it takes a willingness to kind of step out into the unknown and just be like, hey, I'm going to try new things. Not sure how this is going to land. It could tank or it could take off. But I won't know until I do. And that's kind of the entrepreneurial thing is like you just you just start doing stuff and seeing what happens. And um, and with that perspective, like nothing's ever a mistake because everything is something you learned from. And that makes everything good, a good decision. Um, so anyway, um, I guess I should also say thank you to every one of you for being here. Um, obviously, like, I would still do this even if only 10 people listened, but the pa- the fact that, you know, my episodes get, like, at least 300 hits is great. I love it. Um, it's such a huge boost for me to see that, you know, so many people want to hear what I have to say. Um, so thank you for being here, whether you found me because, um, somebody texted you a podcast episode or... Um, you you followed me forever on Instagram or you found my blog or whatever. Um, thank you for being here. And um, I'm so looking forward to this new year. Again, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't had time to like sit down and plan things out. Um, I just have ideas of what I want to do. And I have the idea that I need to sit down and plan these things out. <laughs> And also the hope and the prayer that life calms down enough for me to be able to do those things. Um, But yeah, things will look hopefully a little different. Hopefully I will have the discipline to make them look different. Um, But thank you for being here. I'm looking forward to this year. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. I hope you all are going to have a wonderful New Year's. And I'll see you there. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it brightened your day and that you laughed as much as you learned. If you're enjoying the show and want more people to learn about what I share here, please leave a review and even share with a friend. I hope you'll join me again soon. Until then.